listening to the Apollo Podcast Network. You look tired. Tired is kicking my ass. I would kill somebody for a carb right now. I don't know where you could find one. You're such a bitch. Oh, would you like a bite? Come on, eat the fucking sandwich. Take podcast episode 23. Uh, this week we are reviewing Bad Education, a HBO film that dropped this week. So, hey, new content, folks. How we doing? Uh, good. Um, clearly, I don't know a lot about Michael Jordan. So, suffering from that right now. But otherwise, I'm, I'm good. I'm getting tired. Quarantine's been lifted here. So, I don't know. It's all about to go downhill. Mm-hmm. Uh, Texas is open for business, folks, apparently. Dex, how do you feel? <sighs> I mean, I've been I've been generally just like out and about driving around, like going to Walmart and stuff. And, you know, it just seems mostly the same down here. A lot of restaurants still aren't doing sit-down service. They're still just doing takeout, which is good for them. Uh, that's smart. But, uh, yeah, other than that, you know, it's it's about the same as it was. We weren't really locked up out here, so it's been fine. Yeah, I mean, as much as like we were like, quote unquote, you know, trying to and you were like, you know, don't see we hadn't seen our friends or family. I hadn't seen my family in a couple months. So it's just like, you know, that's that's going to be interesting to get back to doing that. But it's just like, man, I'm still going to H-E-B and stuff. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I don't know. Uh, that's a that's a rant for another time, but Texas is back, and we talked about it last week. I don't know what it's going to take to get my happy ass back in a movie theater. Uh, they got to open back up first of all, but um, they're also refusing to do that right away as well. So, but thank you to our overlords. Uh, we now have uh, our streaming overlords. We now have new content. Bad education. This actually was released, uh, this came out last year, Bad Education 2019, um, rated TVMA, so I guess it's like technically rated R. Uh, I think it was. It came out last year, I think it premiered at TIFF, if I'm not yeah. wrong. Okay. So, uh, came out last year, but it premiered last week on HBO, um, hour 48 minutes long, the synopsis of the beloved superintendent of New York's Roslyn High School District and his staff, friends, and relatives become the prime suspects in the unfolding of the single largest public school embezzlement scandal in American history. Is directed by Corey Finley, uh, writers Mike Makowski, and is based on the New York Magazine article The Bad Superintendent by Robert Kolker. Uh, it stars Hugh Jackman. Ray Romano, uh, and Allison Janney. Also, random appearance by Jimmy Tatro. Uh, um, so, oh, it has a 79%, uh, 79 rating on Metascore, which is pretty good. Has a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes critic score, uh, and an 83%, uh, 83% user score, audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. So people like this movie. I liked it. Uh, real quick, Dex, we'll start with you. What did you think? Give it a review. 
I thought it was fun. It was a good time. Uh, obviously, the last movie we watched for the podcast was Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, which was not at all a good time. This, so much easier to watch, so much more fun. The the premise of it, like, the case and everything that happened is so ridiculous that, like, it's kind of hard to make a boring movie about it, and they didn't do it. So, yeah, I liked it. <laughs> what I think you put in the group message, compared to Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, this was a breeze. <laughs> Yeah, man, like, just a quick hour 48, like, didn't drag at all. Really? And normally, like, these movies are, I mean, just regardless of normal, like, normally movies are two hours plus, like, regardless of what it's about. It could be a crappy horror movie. Usually those are a little bit shorter, but most get their runtime in that two hours. So anything under, like, an hour 48, that's like some episodes of TV. That's, uh, it's like a pilot episode of a prestige tv series um jake what did you think kind sir (laughs) kind sir please sir may i have your review um (laughs) no i really like this i actually i did not know a single thing about this i didn't even know a thing about like the actual scandal it was based off of when i watched the trailer for it before actually watching it i thought this was going to be like kind of like a dark comedy which it it is but like i thought it was going to be something that it completely was not so going into this film not knowing a single thing about what's happening it was a mind-blowing experience like that all of this for the most part legitimately happened like all these people in high positions committed some of the most incompetent embezzlement of all time i loved it i thought it was really good (laughs) what do you (laughs) what did you uh give it both of you i don't know if we gave it a letter grade I'm going to go with A. It's an A. Yeah, I give, I give it a light A, you know, A minus. Uh, I think I'm right there with you. I'm I'm leaning towards A minus, but I might go B plus, plus like it, like at 89, because it, there, and this is my own prejudice, it didn't, and we talked about, you said it, you thought it was going to be a black comedy, and it was at parts. But it just like it didn't lean. It didn't know what direction. My main complaint is it didn't know necessarily if it wanted to be a full black comedy or if it wanted to be a full drama. And I get it. Mm -hmm. That's what a black comedy is. But it like didn't. It could have taken itself less serious than it did at points. And that's my main complaint. Like if they would have leaned into the ridiculousness of the story more so. Yeah. I feel like this would have been like. I, I don't know. Like, it could have been, like, what's the movie I'm thinking of? Uh, the Big Short or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Where it's just, like, you you take moments of surrealism and things because, it's like, this actually happened. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so that's my main complaint with it. Um, we'll get into some notes here. First of all, we'll just start with this. What did we think about, because this is the thing that's being talked about, what did we think about Hugh Jackman's performance? Because it, it definitely, I feel like it's the best thing about this movie. Uh, I'm going to go second best thing right behind Alice and Janney. But I, I think if you put Alice and Janney in anything, she's going to own the whole room. And even a titan of the industry like Hugh Jackman is having is struggling uh, against her. Not really struggling, but like she is, she eats every scene that she's uh, in. Um, but Hugh Jackman is, is fantastic. Every every time he hops into a role, I immediately forget he's Australian. So whatever you're doing, dude, congratulations on just nailing an American accent every freaking time. 
uh, and especially like a Brooklyn accent at that. So good for you, buddy. Well, he had to do um, it. He had to do it for years for Wolverine. It's like <laughs> that's all that's we true too. It's Fair. like one of those Christian Bale things, like we were saying last week. Is just like, oh yeah, <laughs> he's literally not from movie. here. Yeah, he's literally in a movie named Australia. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Otherwise else, no, I thought he was good. Like, I felt he was exceptionally creepy. Um, but I also, I feel when people are super nice and caring, it, 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 I don't know what this says about me, but I find it creepy. So, like, the whole opening mm. sequence when, like, he knows every student's name and he knows what's going on with everybody. I was like, oh, something's very off about this human being. But uh, he, he owned it. He was great in this. Maybe it says a lot about me where I'm just like, I don't remember anybody's name, but it's just like, like remembering everyone's that that's exhausting, man. But there yeah. are people like that. Yeah. And him like recognizing a student from like 15 years ago, man, what? <laughs> no. That he ends up banging out. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. I need to get in that storyline. Yeah. Big <laughs> oof. Um, Dex, what did you think about his performance? I thought it was great. I mean, obviously, he's playing a real person that none of us know anything about, so, like, I can't speak to the accuracy of that portrayal or whatever, but, like, for what they asked him to do, he nailed it. Uh, yeah, he was sufficiently creepy. He looked like a sociopath at times. Like, well, most of the time, he looked like a sociopath, and that's exactly <laughs> what we needed, and Hugh Jackman delivered. So, yeah. He... Best thing about this movie. Yeah, I feel like he was, like, Janie was great, but they didn't give her enough for me to do like they didn't give her enough to do it's like the one thing that she got to do the most is when she like has a freak out when she comes home and her and her dumb adult son is like sorry mom um and she (laughs) freaks out there but like there was almost moments was where where he could have pivoted even more like that's what i wanted from this movie is like it could have just one more notch like it could have just like he was the best thing about this movie, and he still may get like a Golden Globe nomination. I think he should, or something like that. If if not yeah. an Oscar nomination, we'll talk about that later. Like one more notch, and I think that's where the script let him down. But it's like he. This is the first time that I feel like I've ever seen Hugh Jackman play like a normal guy, quote unquote. Meaning like he's not singing or he's not super shredded for Wolverine. And I know he played like a politician a couple films ago and stuff like that, but it's just like his most popular roles are these huge roles. And this one, he's just sort of like, he's just a guy, the guy kind of down on his luck and just like, uh, well, a sociopath, but like a guy you would have seen like you, any superintendent, except for yeah. his backstory is weirder. <laughs> I mean, you can't really call him down on his luck in this movie because, like, oh, yeah, no. <laughs> not, uh, not technically, but I mean, you would you would think it makes you think. He gives off big principal teacher energy that like loves their students a little too much, not like in a not good way, but like is way more into the job than like the normal just defeated teachers that you get. Mm-hmm. He's very human in this, and it's it's really good. Yeah, I mean, it's just like it. it, it to me, it's almost like besides the to take a line from the movie, you know, besides the sociopathy, um, he he feels like a guy that you would know, like, yeah, like an educator that some you have run into somewhere or somewhere, like, especially like a, if you've ever interacted with like a superintendent of schools. And I've, you know, 
not to dig into my job, but like I've had to interview a couple and it's just like, they're super smart, man. They're like, Mm -hmm. they're like smarter than I'll ever be. And I guess that's what the doctor in front of your name is for. But it's just like, it's just, yeah, it just felt like a guy that I've talked to before. And it kind of, it did make my skin crawl at at times where I'm like, ugh. But uh, then, well, let's move into, if we're going to do that, let's move into Alice and Janney's performance because she, you know, she's the co-lead in this movie, technically. And she's more of a supporting role. And, and she plays the person that actually, in real life, stole the most money, technically. Um, Four million dollars, good Lord. And uh, what did we think about her performance? You said it was you the know, best thing in this film, Jake. It's... I, it's tied. I, I would give her just like an inch more, but I think that's just bias on my part. Not to say I don't like Hugh Jackman because I love him, but like I think anything else Janie is in is fantastic. Um, she's never let me down. Um, but she's great. Like she's able to turn on a dime. Like all of her emotions immediately shift. Like whereas Hugh Jackman is, is a sociopath where everything's calm and he gets his strength from knowing that he's the smartest person in the room. Alice and Janney is just pure power. And so the second something is off or it falls apart, like she just turns so hard and it's, it's really good acting on her part. Dex. Yeah. She, uh, she reminds me a lot of, uh, Reese Witherspoon's character from Little Fires Everywhere. Elena, how it's all like, this facade of having everything super together, but then, like, as soon as anything or anyone sets out of line, she, like, flips the fuck out, and, like, her life is secretly falling apart. Um, but, yeah, she was amazing in this movie. She shouldn't... Alice and Janney should never be in charge of anything at your school, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> what an esoteric tweet that you put out, by the way. Yeah. The other... <laughs> what did you say? Between... 10 things I hate about you in this movie. Alice and Janney should never be allowed in a school. Like, that is... Not wrong. <laughs> yeah. From writing fan Not fiction wrong. in front of teenagers to embezzling millions of dollars. <laughs> For Alice thinking that Bratwurst is a great line in a erotic <laughs> novel. Oh, my God. That's to writing engorged in front of students to... Oh, um, Lord. My... Absolute favorite thing, and I, I realize her husband like is a Chevy dealer or something. She drives a Corvette to work every day. Yeah, like that's that is how much of a power move it is. It, it's public knowledge that she lives in like four different houses, and she drives a vet to work every day. She's brazen. It's good. <laughs> the fact that and it it just really. If you, it just really shows if you can talk your way through a lot of shit, you can like, you can definitely fail upwards and continue to fail up if you can just talk your way around stuff. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And it's just like the fact that it's just like he was wearing all these suits and he was getting plastic surgery. And, 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 you know, of course, he probably drove a kind of an expensive car and he was flying everywhere to all these conferences and all this stuff. And she was, like, like, I feel like there was a scene in this movie where teachers came to her home and they're like, you're doing well. And it's just like, or, or you're the Chevy dealership's going well, huh? And it's just like, yeah, idiot. Yeah. Like, 
how much can you just lie to people's faces until they're just like, what, wait? Apparently well, a lot. I think, yeah, I think the other part of it is, is because everybody is mostly benefiting off of it in some way, shape, or form. I mean, I'm sure the teachers are getting recognition for having students going to Ivy League schools. The parents' property value, which is brought up like eight different times, but it makes is sense. skyrocketing. Um, so it's one of those things that I think everybody probably knew that they were eating a little bit more from the table than they should have, but they didn't care because they were all getting something out of it. Well, it's like, it's like, I'm sure y'all know this being from, you know, larger populated areas is like, we had to bus in from, I'm, I'm not kidding. I think people had to bus in hours, uh, from like the sticks to come to my high school. And Jesus. they would have to they would have to get up at like four thirty in the morning to get on the bus. What? No, I'm not kidding. And um, and they would have to get to school because we started early. Started you know seven fifteen. But like, so we we covered a huge span of miles that people would have to bus in. But like y'all being from larger populated areas, that's what people talk about, man. If you have a bad public school system, it just tanks. Like mm-hmm. living like living the cost of living and everything else. Like it just like stuff just goes it for whatever reason. I mean, people want to send their kids to good schools and they touch on that just barely. I mean, they touch on the property values thing, but they touch on that just barely of like the helicopter moms and stuff. Um, they could have said, more, <laughs> that, but we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm sure like Dex, like you've noticed it in like Katie, like people want to go to a certain high school. I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, we, we keep getting new high schools out here, too, though, so, like, that's part of it. But, like, yeah, everybody really wants to go to KDI if their kid plays football. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, if you're rich, you go to Cinco Ranch or Seven Lakes because that's where the rich people live. But, yeah, all the schools out here are, like, decent. We don't have any bad ones. And then, like, obviously, we have the great ones. So, just, yeah, people move around and like buy shady apartments that are like really small and they don't actually live in to try and like sneak their kids into these schools and shit like that. So yeah, I get it, man. Get that, uh, get that football scholarship, man. <laughs> For sure. Um, you can be the next Andy Dalton. <laughs> Shout out to him. Just sign with the Cowboys. Ooh, that'll go. That'll go over great. Um, so, uh, Jake, do you have any notes that you uh, want to get into off the start? Uh, starting the movie with Ray Romano's voice is a bold choice. <laughs> <laughs> Does he have like one of the most? He has one of the most distinct voices in all of Hollywood. I said, I said, putting you know, basing this in two thousand and two, <laughs> nothing screams two thousand early two thousands like Ray Romano. Romano. Which I love that show growing up. I don't know about y'all. My parents used to watch the crap out of that show. I love Ray. I love everybody loves Raymond. <laughs> I'm okay with it. Um, Honestly, couldn't tell you anything about it. I've seen it before, my, but like I don't remember it. It's the same episode every every single time. It's like their mother comes over and yeah, bugs. Oh, hell breaks. Um, my parents used to, if not still do, watch it all the time. Like it was a big portion of their lives even like a couple of years ago so part of me resented it because i was like this is on all the time same with king of queens um it's not a bad show like it's an important show to you know tv culture but 
It was not a huge part of my life, aside from the fact that it was a huge part of my life. I want to do a uh, Ray Romano impression, but I cannot, and so I'm not going to. I don't think anybody can. It's just such a weird, like, na- almost nasally New York. I can't do it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they base it. Oh, I actually wrote that down, too. I said Ray Romano's voice cannot be mistaken. <laughs> yeah, he he's was born in Queens. He's got that nasally New York accent. Yeah, I mean, he's been Ray Romano's secretly been on a heater of like all these random supporting roles. Mm-hmm. He was in the Big Sick, which he had a really big, uh, big role in that. Apparently, Paddleton was really good. He was, of course, in The Irishman, which boo, but like, <laughs> <laughs> sucks. From doing like thirteen Ice Age movies, he's just sort of pivoted into being like. All right, now I'm gonna be in. Uh, I'm gonna, gonna be, be a sh- good shady side character in everything as crime yeah. happens. So my first actual note is they're just gonna let Rachel into the basement where all they have all the records. Just hand her the key and go go wild, <laughs> knowing well, full well that there's documents in there of, of like extreme embezzlement. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Hide your, hide your crime. You're bad at doing crimes. <laughs> hide your crimes better. You left it, the pizza. Like I, I realize we get the insert shot of her just deleting stuff from the records, and it's and it's fine. Obviously, missed the pizza oven, but at this point, I guess they've been getting away with it for decades, so they just thought they were invincible. But still, if, if you have documentation, if you have the receipts that can put you in jail. Don't just let a student in there, no matter how dumb she looks. Allison Janney really played herself for this entire movie. What is her name in this movie, by the way? It's like Mrs. Gerd. Miss Gluckin. Gluckin. Yeah. Pam Gluckin. She had like three other last names. Gluck Gluck 9000. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I kept thinking about in this. Oh... Mrs. Gluckin, ugh. <laughs> Constantly playing herself. It's like you're just going to give this well, girl, your niece, the school credit card to buy a PlayStation. Like your, oh. dumb, your dumb adult son to... <laughs> to every Ace Hardware store in the city. Yeah, I, I wrote that down. Great product placement for Ace. <laughs> Ace is a place where you can commit embezzlement. <laughs> Um, well, you know, we go back to, that was a bad jingle, but you, we go back to, um, like she lets her, like both of their hubris sort of like lets them down in this movie Mm -hmm. because he's like, you know, you just got to chase your story and it's just like, it can be anything that you want. And she's like, okay. (laughs) You know, which I realize he's motivating her, but he knows that the skyway, the walkway, the, whatever it was, the skywalk. It, like part of it is Skywalker, Texas Ranger. <laughs> that part of it is funded entirely on stolen funds or they're stealing funds from it. Like don't encourage her to keep going with the piece when you know that like there's crimes involved with it. Please discover my crimes. I have been doing crime. <laughs> <laughs> I have done a crime. Please find out. It's a, it's almost like one of those things where it's just like everyone, every like bad person is like, they almost want to be found out somehow. You know what I mean? They they think they are so genius that they need to be the recognition from it. Yeah. 
But I don't yeah. think that was that because they definitely did not want to get caught. But like, no. But it's just oh. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not caught in in terms of the legal sense, but I think Alice and Janney was pretty public with it. God, looking at the woman, to the point this, where even the niece knew on it. Y'all, have you seen what this actual woman looks like? Nothing no. like Alice and Janney. No. Go look up Pamela Gluckin. Like, pause the podcast right now. Go look up Pamela Gluckin. Ugh, Gluckin. Ugh. And, uh, and she looks, yeah, nothing like Alice and Janney, but she definitely looks like she would have spent some shit. Yeah, she definitely looks like that person that would have taken $4 million and not felt regret about it. <laughs> also, shout out to Frank Tassone just, uh, looking how he looks, but then getting Hugh Jackman to actually play him because Buddy looks like a fish. Like, he doesn't... Like, <laughs> my guy he does not look like, like Hugh Jackman. He looks like every background actor in a mob film. I was just thinking that this looks like an extra in that new Capone movie that's coming out soon. <laughs> he looks uh, like the guy that like gets shot in front of the mob boss that you kind of feel bad about, but then immediately forget two minutes later. There is this. There is a guy that looks exactly like him that I swear to God was in The Irishman. <laughs> I swear to God. Hold on. I'm going to find this guy. Like Al Pacino. <laughs> Ooh, ah. <laughs> Commit an embezzlement. Um, it's what it yeah. is. Yeah. So, I, I, you know, their hubris caused the downfall of this, but, you know, I don't know. Like, it almost feels like, it almost felt like they were just like, no one is going to fit. We're smarter than everyone here. You're not. Yeah. The way that Rachel discovers, like, that this is crimes is just the funniest shit ever. <laughs> so I'm just going to call these phone numbers that are listed on here. Oh, wow. This yeah. is where you actually work, you idiot. What? <sighs> I mean, part so of it dumb. is that, like, they surrounded themselves with the dumbest people. You put your niece as like your second in charge, and she looks like a character from Jersey Shore. Yeah. The so uh, that... we wanted to get like a PlayStation, but we couldn't <laughs> do it. So I just I bought you something, and it's just like, oh my god! <laughs> I bought the PlayStation, and then also spent a hundred and thirty thousand dollars. That was Oops. one of the that was one of the better parts of the movie when he like calls it. She's like, I could like go tell people stuff and he's like like that necklace uh it's not from macy's is it <laughs> she's just like oh okay special, special utilities special utility yeah no i mean uh, yeah i mean they're they were very bad at hiding it but it is sort of it just does kind of play into the fact that it's just like if you're trustworthy and you put on a good face and you talk a good game people just won't check mm-mm which is kind of like the story behind any embezzlement, which is yeah. like the Wolf of Wall Street or uh, Enron or anything like that. Like just people just like, yeah, it makes sense. But uh, let's see. It is kind of funny that like Jimmy Tatro. Y'all know who Jimmy <laughs> Tatro is, right? No. I know I'm from American Vandal. Funny show, but like he... He was like a YouTube star. Like he was one of the first YouTube sketch comedy guys. And he actually, I'm sure you've seen some of his videos of like somewhere uh, in some sort of algorithm. But 
but he tra- he like totally transitioned out of that, and he's in really good projects. Who is he in this movie? He is the son. He is the older son. Oh, this idiot. Okay. Yeah. The dumb... Uh, yeah. I have two complaints about this film in terms of the actual film, not like everybody was incompetent how this is happening. One, we casually let drop that Jimmy's character is an ex-felon once and then we never do it again like the whole time he's presented as just like that idiot son that never succeeded at anything but like we finally gave him a job oh i didn't even notice that yeah um it was when allison janney's being interrogated by the fbi agent and he's basically like saying like we have enough on every member of your family that they're all going down so whatever and then he like threatens her he's like and it's gonna look really bad for your son who's already an ex-con and then they just glance over that, which I was like, why introduce this like little detail and then not like discuss it ever again or bring it up early on? Like we're kind of just taught that he's like that 30 year old kid that still lives with his parents and never succeeded in anything. Having him be an ex felon makes this a little bit spicier, like adds a little bit of spice that I wish they continued on with. Yeah, I will say the script sort of let this down in po- at points because while, while we're, you know, making fun of the people that seem just like idiots that are, that they're surrounded by. They didn't like for me. And like I said, it was like, it didn't delve deep enough into them being really dumb. Like they could have made them even more like cartoon characters than they really were. And it's like, it's fine. I know that it's, there's a weird line to balance between wanting to tell a true story and wanting to deviate for entertainment purposes. And I feel like this is one of the ones where it's like, it's already so bananas. Just, just keep it going. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, yeah. the only other like tiny complaint I had was Rachel's father being a part of an insider trading scam <laughs> that's talked about like in subtle hints, and then he finally brings it out. Why was that included in the film? It adds nothing other than to say like she gets the push because her father was also involved in a white collar crime. It was supposed to be this weird mor- morale or not morale moral moment where morale. It's just, yeah it's a boost morale for white collar crimes but like there's supposed <laughs> to be this weird moral moment where oh i should definitely do the right thing but i just kept thinking and i wrote this down uh he definitely did that crime yeah like i i don't know if it was the actor or like or it was an actual true to like situation moment and like the actual rachel's or whoever the real person is that this is based off, like her father really did commit crimes. But when she asked him point blank, did he do it? And he's like, no, <laughs> he says it in such like a questionable tone. Like, Oh, so you did do it and you just feel regret. I would I, never. It's <laughs> <laughs> like you, you spent the whole film walking around in sweatpants. You did it, dude. I get it. I just wrote down her dad absolutely did insider trading. <laughs> like, like it's, it was such a dumb excuse too. It's like when your parents are like, "Were you drinking?" No, like like Steve and Chad were all drinking, but but not me. I did not partake, mom, and mother and father. And he was he was just like, "Yeah, all my friends were doing it, but I didn't touch it." <laughs> you know, Get they got here. kids too, and they're like trying to send them to college and stuff. You know, like they're just trying to make a living. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, dad. Uh huh. <laughs> 
I go to the fourth best school you know, in America, I'm to bring- and my mom isn't around, but and you don't have a job, but you know, no insider trading was done. Like our money is nope. just magic. Not once, not once did you uh, sell somebody a bill of false goods. No, you're a good person. Yeah, all right, whatever. I just wrote down like he definitely did it. Um, so uh, I just have this weird note. How long has Alex Alex Wolf been playing a teenager? <laughs> He's 25, uh, I think. Uh, I mean, and this one technically he was like 25 ish. I think he was actually true to age. No, Alex Wolf. He was the editor of the oh, high school newspaper. I thought Alex Wolf was the um, the bartender hookup. Oh no, he yeah Alex that guy Wolf was young as twenty two years old. Oh, okay. Um, God, born in ninety seven. People need to stop. <laughs> Being born? <laughs> yes. Uh, All right. <laughs> I did write down that the the girl that plays Rachel. I don't know her actual name. She looks twenty. Dex, you uh, uh, book smart? She was in Blockers. So, blockers, sorry. Yeah. yeah, I'm just like, yeah, she's in high school. I'll roll with it. <laughs> Makes sense. She was great in Blockers, by the way. Like, Blockers is actually hilarious. Yeah, that movie was really funny. I thought it was going to be super dumb, but it's it's really funny. She's probably the best part of that movie, outside of John Cena being weird. But like, John Cena! Oh, no! Um... Hey, when you watch the movie, you can't see him. Um, let's see. So obviously, man, come on. Boo this man. Boo this man. Uh, Long Island, I just wrote this down. Long Island's a really interesting place to base a movie. Like, it's always in Manhattan. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And obviously, this is where the story takes place, is in Long Island. But it's just like... People don't kind of realize, and I didn't really either. It's just like you go out a few miles out of Mount Manhattan and Queens, it's just like any other normal city or town. You know yeah. what I mean? This is like no skyscraper. It's like I knew a guy, I worked with a guy that grew up in like in Long Island or on Long Island. And he uh, he said, is like, yeah, we would only go to the city like twice a year. What? What? Yeah. So it's like, it's just like, yeah, it's just like completely separate from everything else. Living in suburban Houston, it's like you go to Houston literally every day. Like, that's just I know. what it is. Like, mm-hmm. but yeah, living in suburban New I York, mean, only going to New York twice a year. What? I mean, it, this is also probably me thing. I can throw a stone and hit Dallas from my apartment and I avoid going to Dallas anytime I can why i don't i don't i don't i don't like being in the city it, it, it's just not my vibe you basically live in the city i know but like i'm thinking like the more like the, the downtown area like it i don't know it's, what's your property value like <laughs> <laughs> what is the property value of the apartment complex i live in yeah absolutely what's it going for <laughs> let me, what's your school let district me go to- let me go to Alice and Janney's office and get the public records key. I'll get back to you. Oh, so dumb that they would keep that around. Okay, so obviously, and I said obviously this is sort of a heightened version of reality, but it's crazy to believe that there are so many people this dumb. 
Um, while we're talking about dumb people, obviously, <laughs> Jimmy is not a contractor and probably has never worked in construction a day in his life. Nah. Hence why he's filling up an F-150 with eight different Ace hardware products. Why hire your son? You're driving around a vet. You own different properties. Why hire your son? Like she's a real contractor. Like, it, is she really scripting and saving that extra money that she stole? I mean, they want the kid to have something to do, I guess. <laughs> By <laughs> destroying their house because he doesn't know how to nail something. They got other houses. They're fine. <laughs> I think I not kidding. In real life, I think they had like five other houses. Yeah. Who cares if you mess this one up? We got four more. <laughs> we'll just go. We own next door. Five other houses in like in like expensive places, like Martha's Vineyard and stuff like that. So she didn't. She yeah. She didn't give a shit. Um. So wrote down and doesn't go full into black comedy. What reason? And I wrote this down before I knew that he was also guilty. Um. I, I, this is where the movie got me. I was like, well, what, wait, what reason does he have to cover it up? Which is just a dumb note. Um, I don't, it, on that did. note, I don't know why she didn't immediately drag him down. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's why I was kind of like, she was like, okay, I'll resign or whatever. And she just is like looking at him. And I think that's now looking back on it, that's kind of a really funny or interesting point in the movie. She's like, he's like, you need to resign. And she's like, what mother, what? <laughs> I need to resign, bitch. <laughs> I which well, yeah. I wrote down like why would she think that she could keep her job after being caught? Like not going to jail probably would be a huge relief. I mean, in twenty twenty, she could. In twenty twenty, yeah. she could keep her job. Just like <laughs> deny, deny, deny. Wait till it goes away. People will stop writing about it. You know, there'll be whispers about it, but, like, nobody really do anything to you. But, yeah, in 2002, there were consequences for things, so. <laughs> but, yeah, that was, I, I did write down, like, why didn't she immediately, like, why write on a sticky note, like, you're the sociopath? Like, why not immediately just turn around and be like, oh, by the way, he's also stealing money. Peace out. Like, just burn it down if you're going to burn it down. Which she does at the very end, like, she keeps the receipt, which. Right. She eventually, know. like saves herself by testifying against him and her family, but just take him down early. Like what was the point of trying to protect him? Yeah, that's a weird sort of thing that I didn't quite understand. Um, Jake, do you have any, uh, do you have any notes? And then I kind of start getting into um, more or less, uh, more or less the, the, the actual crime itself. I, I put this. Is, these are very young film filmmakers. I think the I think mm-hmm. the director had only directed one other movie, which is interesting, and the writer had only written a few other movies as well. So, and he's like twenty nine or something like that. So it's they're both under thirty. So it is interesting that they made a movie as good as this, and we're poking holes in it, but like as good as this, and they have only made a few movies as well. Uh, I wrote down that I miss razor phones. Oh yeah, I just uh, nothing dates this movie like in like when he's talking on the razor phone. 
Um, the Corvette thing. Her niece looking like an extra from shore. Can we talk about the dead wife thing? Yeah, let's talk about. Yeah. It. Okay, let's. Let, I. I what the hell, I, man? I thought I wrote something down about that. It was. So he really did. He really was married in real life. He was really married in like 1973 and she died a long time before he got this job. Um, he had, of course, it's found out that, you know, by the reporter, which actually didn't happen, but like it's found out that he had been in a domestic partnership with a man for like 30 years. So basically around the time after his wife died, um, but yeah, to keep that like on your desk, I don't know. What did you have a point? It's just really <laughs> weird. Like, okay, so I get the point of it being in the movie is like to show like how big a sociopath he is and like the appearances, like, the length he's willing to go to to like deceive people and like portray his image or whatever. Like, and apparently get out of you know sleeping with like parents who <laughs> are throwing themselves at him. You can just be like, uh, too soon. Uh, all those, all those Long Island moms are just like throwing it back for uh, for old Huey over he here. Stayed, <laughs> he stayed late at the book club. He was washing some dishes, and she was just like, "It's time, like, let's yeah. go. It's time." <laughs> just like, oh no, thank you, uh, my dead wife. I just, I just felt a twitch in my ring finger. I just, I just can't do this. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like. So I get that that's like why it's in the movie or whatever. You throwing it back for a superintendent though? Like <laughs> Hugh Jackman? Yeah. Yeah. But the not real like... one that looks like a forgotten member of the third Godfather movie. Absolutely not. But if it was Hugh Jackman leading my book club, yeah, I'm going for it. And he's washing my dishes. Ooh, yeah, I'm in. Jake's putting out for Hugh. One hundred percent. Yeah, are you not? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh man, that's this is a bad take on your part. And he's like smart and rich. They don't know <laughs> he's rich. He's like wearing he's wearing like chinos and stuff. Like, where do they think he lives? Like, obviously he's good enough at lying and and embezzling funds. Do they think he just has like a house somewhere, or do they know he has a house on the east side of Manhattan? <laughs> they just don't question it. They're just like, hey. <laughs> rich uh inheritance i don't know i i really just don't think that they know or yeah. i don't know yeah i don't know but anyway like apparently in real life he was very openly gay like or bi or whatever he is very openly with men um yeah so that like shift for the movie just feels weird once you find that out and, you know, he pointed that out in interviews after this came out, just being like, I don't know why. They tried to make it seem like I was closeted. I was definitely very out. <laughs> I was definitely very gay. Like, I am a gay man. Gay. I did crimes. Like, it's okay. <laughs> I am a gay man who did crimes. <laughs> Give me my full respect. <laughs> That is um, well, like I thought it was one of those things in retrospect. So they like they knew that he was gay, but like I thought it was one of those things in retrospect where everyone was just like, "Oh yeah, well it kind of makes sense now." But like 
No, they he he was openly he was openly gay. Yeah, yeah he made a a claim that like he thinks that the movie's great because he it's it actually confronts him with the crimes and like the that part is good, but he claimed that like the whole story of like how he hit his sexuality is wrong and that like he was very open about it. Apparently like his spouse was involved with the school and would show up every once in a while. Which makes that crime even more dumb. Like eight hundred thousand yeah. dollars to like for like pamphlets and things. Which was real. The husband's company was billed every year. What a flex. What a flex <laughs> to just be like, you idiots are not gonna catch this. Uh, um speaking of that, I wrote down I'd rather this whole movie be about Rachel digging into the crimes and them trying to hide it than the entire subplot of him having an affair with Vegas bartender dude. I gave no shit about that. Yeah, I think that wanted to wanted to show you like how much of a double life he actually lived because he did literally in real life also a big flex just have like a 20 like somebody 20 years is uh he was 20 years their senior and just like bought him a house, a whole ass house in Vegas. <laughs> um, also, why make him a former student in the movie? The real affair was just like a, an a exotic dude. dancer that he met. It was not a student. Why make it a student? Because that makes it very like, oh, he's Weird. a predator now. Weird. Yeah, that was so ugh, gross. Because the it's one of those like of all the gin joints and all the plays scene like. Oh, of course, a former student is a bartender at the most random ass conference in Vegas. Like, there's a surface or there's a level to this that implies that like he knew that he was a bartender there and like kind of like sought him out. Uh, I got no comment other than like <laughs> it was weird when the guy goes in. The guy goes in to to kiss him and he's just like, "Oh, I'm not." Like. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> like, bitch. <laughs> I, yeah, I, just, uh, King. I know what you'll do for money and meth. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Dude. Like, shut up, bitch. Like, you, you've had a husband for 30 years. I'm not gay. <laughs> you invited me back to your hotel room, and then you're going to look me in the face and be like, I'm not gay. You uh, bought me I just, dinner. You waited my entire shift. Like, then we went out to dinner. Now you're back at my place, and you're not get- okay. Okay, sure. Hugh Jackman's like, whoa, 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 dude! I just wanted to watch baseball tonight. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> also, uh, that's a I weird mean, story arc. That is just a weird storyline in this movie. It's a weird addition to a. I mean, the film takes some loose liberties, but is pretty true to what actually happened. But that's just a weird addition that didn't need to be included. Like, it could have just easily been, like, he leaves a double life, he goes to strip clubs, he met an exotic dancer, fell in love, and bought him a house. Like, we would end up at the same place. Making him a student just adds a weird level to it. And the fact that he, like you were saying, he knew, like, oh, you, like, <laughs> failed out of, like, Dartmouth or whatever. <laughs> it's just so, like very convenient scene wouldn't that guy also in real like in real life be like yeah it's weird you remember that guy here's your check (laughs) (laughs) it's been 15 years man (laughs) Uh, i remember you carried around a picture uh, uh, a book 
I remember you carried carried around Dune. Yeah, <laughs> that's fucking weird that you know that. Um, what do I don't know? Just, just yeah, real weird. Um, it's like bro, don't ask me about my fucking writing. I'm at a bar. Like, <laughs> how do you think my college went? I'm Dick. a bartender in Vegas. Not going well, Chief. <laughs> <laughs> also, I don't remember most of my teachers from high school. Like, there's a slight few that like I liked, but I don't remember all of them. So, for this former student to immediately be like, "Oh yeah, here's all the details I remember about you, former teacher. Let's hang out," is weird as well. Well, it's also, if you, I guess, if you had a teacher that looked like Hugh Jackman. There you go. Fair Good enough. Point. Ball back in our court. Well played. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're the guy that looks like Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> yeah, I remember you. I really remember you. Um, so yeah, There are definitely some teachers that I, like, if I were to come across them at a bar and they remember me, I would be like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> I... Jesus, I, uh, I never, the, the more the year, more years pass, the less and less, the less and less teachers I remember. Um, but yeah, there always are that couple, those couple that you're just like, oh yeah, I remember you. But the fact that they out of millions of students would be like, oh, you carried her around. I remember you love, wrote a essay one time about like war and peace. Like, bitch, that's weird. <laughs> Okay, but I mean, for like some some stuff, you could be like, "Oh yeah, you were the kid that really like the Great Gatsby." Like, yeah, you you got me, caught. <laughs> yeah, like like every kid. Um, it is okay. So moving on, it is funny that like when when she starts to call those numbers, like you were saying earlier, Jack, uh, the way the way that they figure out these the crime these crimes, um, was so dumb because it's just like. Hey, is this a company? No, okay. And then, and then she calls the car dealership. And I thought it was, this is one of the funnier moments to me when he just is like, it cuts to him to the husband, and he just like hangs up the phone. <laughs> yeah, no, like attempt to fake it at all. It's like he forgot he's been doing crimes. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just like he's like, oh shit, click. <laughs> oh, it doesn't matter. Like they're on to me. Oops, who cares? Bye. Yeah, and then just looks at Alice and Janney right in her face and just like, nothing's wrong. Just a crime. We're being found out. If you're, I guess, slightly applies more to me because I am married, but even like Roy, if Kaylee came home and was like, hey, by the way, I, I realized I could doctor some of the books and we could be richer. You want in on this? It... Would you be like, yeah, no, we can embezzle. That's fine. Let's go for it. Like, why is this husband super gung-ho into committing federal crimes? Whoa, 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 chief. <laughs> I mean, like, what are we talking here? <laughs> but, like, obviously all the family members were in on it. Why would this husband help his wife commit crimes? Man, you ever see how much teachers didn't get paid? That's sort of the underlying theme of this movie, which it doesn't de- dig deep enough into. It's just like yeah. teachers do not get paid enough money. I mean, we know that as as well as administrators, but it's just like, yeah, there's just like, 
hey, uh, we could go to jail, but we could be like <laughs> dumb rich for like two minutes. I think it's also the underlying thing is that like white collar pu- crime does not get punished. Oh God, no, not at all. I wrote that down. He went to a camp. Like he didn't go to a supermax, like it's implied at the closing scene. He went to a camp and came out and got his big ass pension. <laughs> Still making six figures. I was like, I definitely, he definitely would do that shit again if given the opportunity. Like, there's no reason for him not to want to do that. Well, yeah, I, he, he he didn't even serve out his full sentence. He got out <laughs> early for good behavior. It's four to ten years or something like that, and then I think he had to pay back the money lost. So that's a big hit. But like, yeah, still making 175 grand. Man, you're gonna have a nice ass house if you're not New York. Like anywhere but New York, you will. He goes a little south of Jersey. He's living like a king. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And what a what a flaw in that system that <laughs> just both he and Jan- or Alice and Janney's character Glucken, uh, we're getting we're just getting paid after the fact. Like, yeah, I wonder what that loophole is. Like, even if you resign in disgrace, like, thanks for your service. Here's your money. You committed crime. You committed crimes. Federal crimes. Literally went to prison, but you know it's waiting for you when you get back. You know whoever's writing that check every month is just like, God, damn it. Probably been a day. What a reference! Shut just, just every every year, just like the Mets are just like. There's another one. He hadn't played for us in 30 years. Um, so I, I will say, you said that like you thought it would be better if if it dug deeper into uh, Rachel's story. And she's like an amalgam of a bunch of characters, apparently, which I don't have a problem yeah. with. No, it's like the real Rachel, I, which I don't know if the real girl's name is rachel but like she only got surface level stuff but Mm -hmm. published the article and then the new york times took it and ran so i guess it's like uh an amalgamation of all those ones but i think really it's not that like i i want more hugh jackman and alice jane like i would love for them like how they scramble to cover up their crimes or like right hugh jackman berating the weakest man on earth uh that replaced alice and janney like i'll take more of that but I gave no shit about his an affair or his double life. Like, give me the, like this child is taking down a system. Like, I want to see that. That's cool to me. I will say just like being on this side of it now is just like how easy that was. It was like, I have never come across a story so easy, that easy. <laughs> like, I've just never like, that's the easiest thing in the world. Just call, call a company. Uh, yeah, we're totally yeah sure or here's the key to our records i think in real life i she like you were saying she didn't the the woman uh rebecca rombaum which another great name um she didn't uncover what she said she tried to like foia them but she couldn't figure it out which is the point i made in our group message it's like no high schooler is just going like let me waste all of my free time on this school paper thing because she would have gotten jobs from like the New York times. If the piece was in depth as it was in the movie. Yeah, no, she would have been set for life. Yeah. 
she wouldn't even have to have gone to like J school or anything. They would have just been like, it'd be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, Pulitzer Prize. So, uh, job. You did it. You found the crabs. <laughs> you yeah. found them. Yeah. So, like, it wasn't as in depth about that. I think what happened was in real life. I think she went to um, like a school board meeting and just found like a like something that was a little off, and they went with that. Uh, okay. So, okay. So here's here's from History versus Hollywood, which is always a great website, but. Did a student journalist really break the story? Yes, but in answering the question, how accurate is bad education? We discovered that the student's name has changed to Rebecca Rombaum. Um, the real Roslyn High School journalist, Rebecca Rombaum, was a co-editor of the school's newspaper. She was also a senior at the time the Hilltop, of the Hilltop Beacon. Um, when she wrote and published a story about the assistant superintendent for business, Pamela Gluckin, who had been quietly fired by the school board for embezzling. So she wrote the story after she was fired uh, for embezzling $250,000 from the district. It was later discovered Gluckin likely stole more than $4.6 million. Rombaum had been tipped off to the story and then attended a school board meeting where she gathered more information. So it's like she wasn't like calling these businesses and like doing FOIA requests and things like that. So embezzlement, I did write this down. And embezzlement is such a strange crime because I said, and people are going to get mad at, but it almost feels victimless. Of course it isn't. But, and that's why I feel like people do it because it's just like, who are we hurting? But like, it is such a weird thing just to be like, all right, going to jail. Like what? (laughs) Shit. Like I didn't hurt Uh, anybody or do anything. Like I didn't physically hurt anyone or do anything. I just lived I'm really going, nicely for a little yeah. while. Now I'm I lived in prison. I lived like a king for a little bit. Now I'm going to actual prison. <laughs> like, oh shit. I think in this instance, it's especially feels victimless. I am a good American. I pay my taxes. I don't know where the hell they go. Nope. So I don't trust that breakdown I, that you get. <laughs> no, and like you can you can get like an Uber breakdown if you really want to fill out that paperwork, which. I'm not going to because part of me, most of me just doesn't care. But, um, your boy still has not, uh, has not done his. Oh boy. Um, I think it was extended out to like July. So whatever. I got this. Uh, It'll come July. We'll be doing like on episode 58 guys. I I can't. (laughs) This is not a stimulus check boy. Um, It, yeah, like in this instance, it because they're stealing taxpayer money, it feels slightly more victimless because I don't know where my taxes are going. So if somebody out there is embezzling, you know, parts of my paycheck, I, I don't know. And I, I can't feel upset about it because that's money already is gone out of my pocket anyway. Like it's definitely less victimless than what the Wolf of Wall Street guy did. You know what I mean? Whereas like he's like like calling people directly and being like, give me your money and then just not putting it into anything. Yeah, you know they're, not, I mean? he was, they're not Bernie Madoff. Like <laughs> it's it's okay. Yeah, like they're not whereas, you know, Jordan Belfort basically were bankrupting people left and right. Yeah. This movie is very upfront about the fact that the people that go to this school or live around the school have million dollar homes. So mm-hmm. what they're 
that tax money is just a huge slush fund. Great. Uh, please don't steal tax money. This is not an endorsement, but it does feel like a, a tremendously victimless crime. Yeah, but it's like they they and that's why I kind of have a problem with it because it was just like, you know, people are people listening to this are going to get mad is like, you should know where yeah. your tax money is going and how to you not you I guarantee you listening to yes, you listening to this right now. You don't know everywhere you where your tax money is going. I guarantee you. Like you built a road in West Texas. Like that's like where your tax money is going. So it's just like like I don't know. I it, but it, ju- it it is funny because it's like all the parents at the end of the movie were irate. They're just like, you were spending our money and yada. And it's just like, lady, I didn't steal directly from your pocket. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's your not child like is still going to Harvard. Yeah, you're yeah. just going to Harvard on a full ride. Like, shut the fuck up. You're fine. Your <laughs> <laughs> your t- your house is worth more than like a yacht so i don't know what everybody was screaming and yelling at the end is like i i did what i was supposed to do <laughs> it's probably what you all benefited tremendously from my thefts the ceiling above the copier leaks sometimes that's literally the only <laughs> problem <laughs> there are no other issues here what what public school doesn't have a mold problem like yeah they're still going to harvard <laughs> That's that was kind of that was sort of the thing that I was thinking. That's a very good point. Where it's just like sometimes the toilets are clogged. <laughs> where it's just like, yeah, but we're number four out of everything. We're getting a fucking sky bridge, bitch. Yeah. Also, real dumb thing to get caught for. Like we were talking about that the other day. Like that's the thing that goes between. If you don't know, it's the thing that goes between like airport terminals or hospitals to keep you from having to like go down a bunch of floors and then go back up a bunch of floors or go outside when it's raining and yada, yada, yada to have that in a school makes no sense. None. <laughs> I don't. Why? <laughs> yeah. It, it's just a hallway. Does your school not have hallways? Otherwise I don't. <laughs> yeah. I don't. It's a big ass hallway for $8 million. Oh, like $8 million. You could put a new dent in like a bunch of other facilities. Mm-hmm. Also, the real high school has like a thousand students total, like not per graduating class, like a thousand kids, like all four years. Like that's it's about the, need... as big as the high school that I went to. Like we didn't have a sky bridge. Yeah, what do you need a sky bridge for? Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, make it easy. Uh, I remember first day of school. Every year in high school, our principal would come out and tell you, like, you can get from the east wing to the west wing in, like, eight minutes. So your passing period is ten minutes. Good luck to you. (laughs) They didn't help me. (laughs) Like, if you needed to run, you're going to run. I love that. No running, but also don't be late. Yeah. Yeah. They would have – my school would never have built me an easier walkway. (laughs) But also we weren't – the fourth highest acceptance rate into Ivy League school, so I don't know. I'm gonna tell you right now, Livingston, Texas, was not either. <laughs> <laughs> My high school is just like mainly one long ass hallway that like splits off into a bunch of smaller hallways. So there's no real way to have a sky bridge other than like just a second level of this long ass hallway, I guess. But uh, yeah, I just, I just cannot 
possibly imagine a school where you need a sky bridge that isn't like a big ass college campus. It would have looked dope though. <laughs> you just, like whatever his name was just like I want to do dope shit. <laughs> Frank Tazone was just like look we have been embezzling the fuck out of this but we got to put this money somewhere. <laughs> We need one big project. It's always like with like Walter White or whatever, where it's just like they needed to clean it yeah. somehow. But yeah, it's like they Sky Bridge. Talking, they were talking about the Sky Bridge as being the thing that was going to push them to number one, though, which like I don't understand. Where yeah. Ivy, Ivy League like, school is going to be like, oh, they got a Sky Bridge over there. I'm definitely taking this kid. Like, <laughs> he walked a little bit faster to class. <laughs> hey. Walking circulates the blood flow, gets the blood to the brain, higher test scores. Bitch, what? <laughs> Which I'm sure is something just like I now looking back in retrospect, like I fully understand the obsession with the next budget vote being huge because if it's more money, then they can embezzle more money and get mm-hmm. away with it. But yeah, the, like the selling point that, which I guess is, is, probably really what the selling point was because as we learn like the whole school board and all the parents are pretty dumb so if you just tell them like we can get to number one if we have a sky bridge they're probably all like honestly this makes sense to me let's go why don't my kids have a sky bridge already let's do it <laughs> let's get a sky bridge for the house <laughs> you know i've always wanted a sky bridge i have always wanted one <laughs> That's no, what... Teresa, you did not want a sky bridge before I wanted a sky bridge, you bitch. <laughs> that's what that's what Jimmy was adding on to the house when he was hired as the contractor. He was adding a sky bridge to their house. They're, they're secretly obsessed with it. It's just like a weird thing. They're just like, we have to put it everywhere. They're like meth heads. They're just like, we got to build a sky bridge, man. That's, that's why he goes thing. out. That's why he goes out to the deck and measures the hand railing. He needs to know how wide the sky bridge is going to be. <laughs> He starts building a sky bridge. His mom's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Mama, built a sky bridge. No, you idiot. Uh, 7.5 million. Jesus. Swiping the card, though. Swiping, what a dumb way to get caught. Swiping the card at every Ace Hardware is just like... Every single one, dude. Like, I get it's 2002, so like e-commerce, not as big a thing, but like... There's got to be an easier way to consolidate this. Like, well, also and, not to think, not to think, not once. Like, he didn't like look at the card or anything and be like, and I guess okay, they have like five houses and been like driving Corvettes and shit. Like, it didn't matter. Like, I guess he thought yeah. he'd never get caught, but it's also just so stupid. Yeah, so, and like you would think people would be like. Uh, you don't work at that school. <laughs> That's not your. Or maybe. Name. <laughs> Honestly, why not get him a job at the school? The, the The niece is the dumbest person in the world, and she got a high up position. Like, I, I feel like it isn't that hard to get him a, a, a job in the school. I think that felony thing plays into that. <laughs> All right. Um, so let's uh yeah. let's look at real quick. Um. Oh, I did have a couple more notes. Uh, he he had a point talking to that that mother with that son. Like she sucked. Oh, she sucked so bad, and her kids sucked. Like 
Just oh, like that's why I wrote ample bathroom time because that's what he needs to pass class. No, he he's just have ample bathroom time. <laughs> I um, about that. Oh, he's just that was a, he couldn't read. Except that was a great them. reveal in the beginning. Um, when like it's the the helicopter mom and you think like she's talking about like her seventeen year old idiot kid that keeps failing, but we're blaming other teachers. And then the camera pans and it's a first grader. I'm like, oh, this is good. Don't come to me. This is like I couldn't be an educator because if a mom come to me, I'd be like, your kid's dumb. You're a bad parent. <laughs> like that's what I would like. I don't know. Like if you got a dumb kid, you got a dumb kid. Just do your best. He doesn't have to. Not every kid is special. Some are dumb. <laughs> I will say though that I absolutely love the choice they made, where like he like starts really getting into his rant, and it's like this like Oscar Beatty moment, and it's like normally this would be like super dramatic and like just break her brain or whatever, but she was just like, "All right, this guy's fucking weird. I'm going home." <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? Um... <laughs> Nothing. Nothing's. He's fine. Like, do you know what? A, or do you like race cars, Timmy? <laughs> you ever been to a Turkish prison? <laughs> you like jazz? <laughs> you ever seen a grown man naked? I'm naked. Um, the the thing with that, it was a really good speech, and I, he does have a point. And that, it, it, like, it could have touched on even that subject a little bit more, where it's just like. Teachers are severely underappreciated for the shit that they put up with. And especially putting up with your dumb kid. Yes, you listen to this. Your dumb kid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not to alienate. And if you have a dumb kid, you know. But like... Um, Goddamn. <laughs> hey. Hey, also, uh, you pick favorites. Don't lie to me to say you love them equally. You have favorites. Yeah. The one that's not dumb. And like... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the one that you're going to rely on to take care of you when you're old. That's um, your favorite. Let's be real. It's probably the first one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, probably. It's like, no, well, no, it's like always, it's always like the test kid comes first though. Mm-hmm. Like, like where the, where the kid is always just like, it's just because you're a first kid. Dex. I'm the shit. So like, it's really no problem <laughs> between me and my brother. Sorry. <laughs> wipe the floor with my brother. <laughs> Um, yeah, so like they could have dealt into that a little bit more because it's like he has a point where it's just like, you don't know the shit that I put up with for like minimal, like just to try to get us to be good. And then you're coming in here and being like, being like, my kid deserves to be, uh, number one in his accelerated leading class and he can't even read. I don't know. You can't even say accelerate. <laughs> yeah. You know, accelerate. 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 Um, another thing I put, Alice and Janie kept the receipts, which was kind of funny. Um, what a dickhead move by that cop to be like, um, he has another lover. Like, bitch. <laughs> He's a dancer. Ooh, what a burn. What a burn. Yeah. Oh, McLaughlin, time to dance, Also, I didn't uh, know if it was a product of like them pu- placing this movie in 2002, but the guy looks so shocked to be like, "Yeah, we're partners." And like, what do you mean, like uh, business partners? Like, 
he's like no we we lived it we're you know he's like my husband and he's just like the guy might as well have has just said like when he was looking at him like ew <laughs> yeah that's how he treated that he's like oh okay um yeah that scene was weird it was it was also it's i did write down it's weird that the husband was a part of it and we don't get told about that till the very end yeah and what like, a bad liar knowingly a part of it it wasn't like oh i made up a business and put it in my husband's name and didn't tell him about it and we just benefited like the husband was a part of it and we don't learn about that to the very end and like one quick snippet everyone was doing crimes literally everyone if you weren't doing crimes you're <laughs> a loser and doing crime you're and potentially then- doing gay crime <laughs> <laughs> Ray Romano just being like, I don't know what's going on. None of this makes any sense to me. It's like, come on, bro. You have to know some shit. Like, you know how much you pay Hugh Jackman. Like, what? What? Yeah, and it's really stupid because it's just like, you know, and they have this moment at the end of the bleachers where it's like, you know what you're doing to your I can't even do it, Ray. I I won't. Like, what you're doing to your face and, like, getting facelifts and everything. You spent $30,000 a year on laundry. He's like, over the course of days. (laughs) <laughs> that is an incredible dry cleaning bill for 30 grand what are you getting a suit pressed every day apparently yeah mm. so here is um let's talk about this real quick and we'll and then we'll move on to our other uh thing that we wanted to talk about um summary of the mis- misappropriated funds y'all ready let's do it uh, personal credit cards this is between this is between both he um both glucken and tassone uh personal credit cards five million nine hundred two dollars five hundred and forty forty four yeah right. yeah yeah five hundred five million nine hundred two thousand five hundred and forty four dollars personal credit cards incredible holy shit um the balls that takes man <laughs> yeah just to keep doing it like after a hundred thousand i think i just but not, not even a hundred thousand i feel like after like ten thousand i'd be like Oh shit! Um, I might need to quit. But I guess if mm. nobody's catching you, and that was sort of the thing that they talked about, it was like it started with a bagel. Which, okay, sure. But um, yeah, private mortgages and loans, a million dollars. Home Depot. This is where this comes in. Home Depot, six hundred and nine thousand dollars. <laughs> This one's, this one's really stupid. Uh, food. 500. No, $394,000. What? Okay. I can't even. Like restaurants? I, apparently. Yeah. I, I mean, they were flying in New York. Yeah. They're, they're yeah, definitely sure. going. Yeah. They're definitely going to like. He was flying on like a, a, a jet first class to England. Like you don't think he's eating at five star restaurants too? Not just a jet, a Concorde. Hell yeah. Throwback. Uh, uh-huh. The greatest plane ever. So uh, salaries and benefits, 382000 Glucken owned companies, which, hell of a name. <laughs> uh, $255,000. Computers and electronics, 249000 Private automobiles, $206,000. Holy shit. Insurance premiums, $160,000. Travel expenses, $133,000. Wow. 
See, they should have ran out more on the travel, in my opinion. That's what I would have done. Yeah, what else were they spending five hundred million or five million dollars on? I'm going every fucking way. Yeah, they're not catching uh, that. Yeah. Here's the one that I want to know: other personal expenses, hundred and eleven, uh, or hundred and twelve thousand dollars. What are those other personal expenses? Dry cleaning. The hose. The hose. Exotic dancers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then uh, about like two million more on some other stuff. It, it totaled up to uh, oh, there's one that says other questionable expenditures, sixty four thousand dollars. Um, they spent was more another... on postage and shipping than they did on travel. Well, anyway. I'm wondering if like part of it also because like the majority of it is personal credit cards. So I'm sure what they were doing is that they would like buy something stupid on their own credit card and then pay off that expense with the district's credit card. Right. So maybe they were traveling more and just doing double covering. Um, there was another list of like all the people who were also involved. So like the niece that like got individuals who, uh, yeah. Individuals who bet. There was one line of individual, unnamed individual who had a million and i'm wondering if that person wasn't caught or they just like somehow negotiated the way out to not be named not traceable to an individual a million dollars so it's just like they don't know where it went (laughs) (laughs) we don't a million dollars just buried out somewhere no we don't even know we're not even we're not even worried about it but it kind of breaks down like this pamela gluck and gluck gluck 9000 um had uh (laughs) what what? It's not a good last name. If that was your last name, I would immediately change it. I'd be like, no, 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 we're not having this. That's not a good name. First of all, it's too close to glutton, like if we're going to mm-hmm. go that way. But also, gluck, glucking, clucking, fucking, sucking. Uh, um, yeah. No wonder he was, uh, no wonder that kid committed felonies. He was bullied his whole life with that last name. He needed to raise His name wasn't even Gluckin, though. Oh, well. Um, Wait, is so, Gluckin her maiden name? She was married, no, like, she five married times. like three times. Oh. Yeah, that's why he had a different last name. It's like part of the reason why it was sometimes hard to trace, apparently. I can't, I, I don't know. His name was uh, McCardin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that part. Um, so she, she had the most money. She, four million six hundred thirty-four thousand and twelve dollars. He was second. He had two million. Uh, and a guy named, and his, and his husband had eight hundred and ninety-two million. And of course, Harvey Gluckin, uh, had three hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars. There's so many people that are like actually like benefited from this. Yeah, it's like dozens of people. Um, so yeah, that was uh, bad education, not to be confused with the uh, bad movie, bad teacher. Yeah, bad education is a really dumb name, by the way. They do better, please. Call this movie Glucken. <laughs> Get That's a complete. Get Glucked. <laughs> That'd be a completely different movie. Um, yeah. Also, what a flex to keep making 
hundred and seventy thousand dollars in in uh in pension. Oh, okay. Finally, do we want to talk about the weird ending? Yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah, they kind of lost me there. I I was like, why why is this happening? I don't. It's a weird dream sequence at the end where it's like he just walks out of the prison and he's back into the thing and it's like he dreams that it's number one back into the auditorium and he dreams that it's their number one and and he did it and they're all cheering for him and i guess it's like how much that he actually was adored or how much he wanted that uh but it's also it also could be taken to me as like the school was the prison all along i think that to me i think that's what it really was was that like he well i don't even know because he wasn't really trapped there he was fucking stealing money what is it really a prison? It was just it was a bad sequence, and like it really, there's no like precursor to it. There's no like he loved the adoration because that's never really explored in the film. He never had like a fantasy sequence, and so for the, half the time you hear like Ray Romano's voice, and like part of me is like, oh, Ray Romano's on TV, like this is like a news report of him like trying to explain it or something, and it's just. The whole scene is Hugh Jackman walking out of the prison, which I was first like, oh, well, this makes sense because he went to a camp. So, yeah, you could just walk through a door. It's fine. But then he's back at the high school. I was like, oh, this is not okay. Like, what? where is this going? Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, they lost me. I I was like, is this it, like, supposed to show how much he like really wanted to be the number one school or whatever? Like, cause he didn't give a fuck about those kids, TVH. <laughs> All, all first team, fuck them kids. Yeah, for sure. 100%. Right up there. Up there. With the mom from 10 Things I Hate About You. Yes. She just, shout out to her. Just just dipping. She probably sold some money in this too. Oh, yeah, definitely did. She committed a crime. Hella crimes. Hella crimes. Uh, so, yeah, as much as we shat on the back half in this back half of this podcast – I really did like this movie. Like people are going to come away from this thing. And it was like, I don't know if I should watch this. Go watch it. You're not doing no, no, anything absolutely. else. Like, it's really good. Um, and it's totally worth your time. And it's a breeze to get through. But um, yeah, I really liked it. All that yeah. to say, I really like this movie. Yeah. It don't do crimes. We also want to say that. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to do crimes still from taxpayers, they don't know where that money is going anywhere. If you're going to do it. More- <laughs> Yeah, if you're gonna do a crime and get mo- and steal money, leave. <laughs> also, don't be an idiot. Don't let people into your records. Yeah. Not that I know what don't I'm. Don't encourage about. them to look at your records. Yeah, I just that's uh, like, like, like don't do crimes. But if you're gonna do a crime, do a victimless crime. And do it smarter than these people. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah, the message of One Take Podcast. Don't do crimes. Maybe some crimes. Eh. <laughs> Steal from taxpayers, not from people. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, so, all right. So we wanted to, speaking of Hugh Jackman, Allison Janney has her Oscar. Uh, she won for... I, Tanya, classic. I, Tanya, which I never Ooh, actually got great. there. I need to go back and watch that. Um, it's, it's great, man. It does the cartoon character thing out of real people that she wanted this movie to do. Oh, then I probably will love it. Um, I uh, So she won for that. And there's a great video of her coming up to our team. I think Dex, you tweeted it where she's just like, she seems like a delight where she's just like, what up, bitches? Like, <laughs> she's awesome. Uh, so she got her Oscar a uh, couple years ago now. 
Hugh Jackman, one of those ones that's been in Hollywood for a long time, acclaimed actor, does not have his Oscar. He may, if nothing comes out, he may get that nod for this if they choose to, you know, right now streaming movies can be considered Mm -hmm. for Oscars. So he may get that nod for this. He was very good. I think he should, I think he will end up getting nominated for like a Golden Globe at least for, for this. So he was very good. But in honor of that, we are going to do our top five and Dex, you mentioned this a few uh, weeks ago with uh, Brad Pitt. How was like, we got him his Oscar. We are going to do the top five, our top five actors or actresses that we need to get that Oscar. Whatever, like, like in, in the acting category, it's not like they can go and like be a producer like Brad Pitt did and won the Oscar. You got to, got to get for the acting category. So top five, Actors and actresses who we believe we got to get that Oscar. We'll start. So with, we're not doing this fantasy draft style, right? No, it's no, no, no. We'll okay. just we'll go one at a time. And uh, Dex, we'll start with you. Your number five. So my number five. She's only number five because she's so young and she has time, and everyone just assumes she's going to get it eventually. But like, we got to make sure it happens. Search around it. Oh. Oh. All right. It's yeah. gotta happen. We need it. Like I know everybody's it, like, it'll happen. Everybody's like, we'll put a pin in it. We'll come back to it. Like she's got time, whatever. But like life is short, man. We gotta get this done. Eventually, she'll just get the Amy Adams treatment. Ugh, no, not my queen. <laughs> Where yeah, it's like, I'm, well, wait, we're not. I'm I'm in fantasy draft mode. Amy Adams is on my list. We'll t- we'll talk about it here. Just nominate for six on yeah. here in a little bit. All right, uh, Jake, you're number five. Uh, can't win anything anymore, but deserves one because he was fantastic. Alan Rickman. Uh, oh, okay. So man. we're drafting from the we're drafting from the uh, from beyond the big R- yeah. from the Damn it. from the big R.I.P. No, you can't. You <laughs> totally can. We can give him a posthumous oh. Oscar, but like that's fine. There's no rules to this, but like <laughs> big R.I.P. We're I'm- drafting from the death pool, huh? I just like in my mind when I first read that he doesn't have one like it, it blew my mind it makes sense like the guy has a BAFTA and whatnot but he was never even nominated that's <laughs> like, that's very strange a, yeah he was such a good actor gone too soon even um at 73 like but the guy has stacked roles on stacked roles never nominated alan rickman um yeah first first you can never not say that his first ever movie role was die hard. So that's awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah. So there's that. Uh, my number five, an actor of the small screen and the large screen. old Woodrow Harrelson, Woody Harrelson. Oh man. He, he doesn't is, have one. Wow. No, no, he doesn't. He has several like golden globes, I think. And like, uh, definitely a few Emmys. Cause he like, we forget Woody Woody Harrelson was in freaking Cheers. We don't like, forget a, that. You I, might well, forget that. Okay, we don't forget that. I, I I forget that Woody Harrelson has been doing this for so long. He was like a mainstay on Cheers. So Woody like, Harrelson's father was a hitman. Come on. Yeah, like I, I and I think I may be recency biased because I just watched him like dominate the screen with um, McConaughey and True Detective. Finished that last night. Took me like three oh. days. Oh my God. So good. But, uh, the fact that McConaughey has one and Woody Harrelson doesn't have one 
something's wrong. Yeah. 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 I, don't, I don't like that. I don't like that. Number four, Dex. Number four, we're going to go with um, a lot older than my last pick. She very recently came very close. Everyone thought she was going to get it. Glenn Close. Ah, uh, yeah. I have her on my list, too. Yeah, man. Go ahead. They, born in a cult. Whoa, what? Yeah, she was born in a cult. I did Very not know that. Very walking phoenix of her. Mm. Very but yeah, walking phoenix of her. As one of, like, seven people who saw the wife in theaters, I <laughs> I thought I thought she had it, man. I thought she did. She was amazing in that movie. I mean, Olivia Colman was also amazing in The Favorite, but, like, it just felt like time for Glenn Close, and I guess it wasn't. So. She has, like, she. I think she has, like, the most nominations without a win. She has seven, which is funny because Amy Adams is approaching. She's at six. But Glenn mm-hmm. Close has been doing it for a minute. And it's just, like, I think everybody, you could see it on her face. She was like, I didn't win <laughs> when she didn't win a couple, uh, when she didn't win last year. Yeah. So. But Olivia uh, Coleman um, was great, so, and I and I stand Olivia Coleman. She's awesome. Justice for Lady Gaga, though. By the way, man, uh, robbed, no. robbed, no. Uh, 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 robbed in every uh, category. Every what? it was it was robbed in a few categories, but like, I don't know. She, she definitely should have won over Rami Malek for sure. Oh, yes, yeah. Well, Rami Malek didn't even sing. My boy Bradley got them pipes though. Exactly. Bradley. But like all Rami Malik did, I hate that movie. All Rami Malik did was just put on some fake teeth and say uh Ayo after he got diagnosed with AIDS. <laughs> How did Bohemian Rhapsody win three Oscars? Best editing too, which is some of the worst editing that I think <laughs> I've ever seen. Fuck that movie. Anyway. Um all right, so go ahead, uh number four and just derailed that. Number four, Jake. Uh, originally, my number four was going to be Amy Adams, but no, go ahead. Uh, just, I don't know, I mean, I'll, I'll take Amy Adams. Uh, and I mean, she has been in so freaking much, including the small screen. Like it's, she is such a good actress, and I don't care about what your recency bias. And for some reason, people don't like Arrival, and that's fine. They're wrong. I like that, but. I feel like it's had a recent resurgence where people are like that's an overrated movie and it was terrible and hmm. it's not. But she has been in so much. Like her role in the fighter alone, ugh, it's so good. So good. I will say though, she's really good, but I feel like she gets washed in that movie by the mother by the mother. That's a fair, yeah. That's fair. But like got her big break in like as playing like a Disney princess. So that's like how she's She's come a long way. Um, anyway, so my number three, number four is uh, our boy, Samuel L. Jackson. Sammy J. Been in everything. Everything. He had, he had a moment there in the 90s where it was like he may have, when he was doing some Tarantino films and stuff, I was like, oh, we're going to get him this Oscar. I just need to see. Really, I want Samuel L. Jackson to give a uh, Oscar, speech. Oscar speech. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, that's how, that's he, how he was want. nominated for something. I want to say Pulp Fiction. Yeah, yeah. He and uh, 
John Travolta, which is actually kind of funny. I really just want to have the symmetry of him giving Spike Lee an Oscar and then Spike Lee giving him an Oscar. I just want that moment for all of us. I think that would be a oh, so great. That moment. He just he just takes too many like just random projects where it's like he won't commit to like something where it's like you spend a year filming or whatever. You know, like he won't do the Leo thing where it's just like do two projects a year to get the hype behind it. He's just like, all right, I'll do 13 projects this year. <laughs> I'll do a Marvel movie. I'll do a Shaft remake. I'll get eaten by a If there is a paycheck with his name on it, Samuel L. Jackson is there. But we got to get him that Oscar. Uh, Number three, Dex. Number three. Who did I have at three? Let's see. Pulling up my notes. Sorry. Great podcast content. Oh, our girl. Hashtag support Florence Pugh. Get her that Oscar. Yeah. You took Sorcerer Ronan and Florence Pugh. 25. Yeah, we got to get it. So long. I, don't, I don't care. They'll get it. They're, they'll get it. They, it's, it no, I'm, I'm sure they're going to get it. I mean, we've, we're saying that same thing about Amy Adams years That's ago. That is totally fair. <laughs> so I just. That is 100% fair. And like, okay, to be honest. A lot of the people who we consider like, like really big actors and actresses, we don't have Oscars. It's like I, I've seen like three of their movies. Like I don't, I'm not that invested in them. But Saoirse Ronan, Florence Pugh, I'm hella invested. Um, yeah, I mean, support Florence Pugh. We don't my, have to say anymore. My other two are much older, by the way. Like, okay. <laughs> It just uh, just like validating why you took like a twenty three and a twenty five year old. To... Yeah, I mean... he's gonna take the entire cast of Little Women. Up next is Emma Watson, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, number three, Jake. Uh, I bring this one up for. As, as as like at, not at parties because I don't get invited to parties. Um, but Aww. I always bring this up as like a fun fact. Harrison Ford only been nominated once, never won a damn thing. Yeah, I have him. I have him on my list as well too. Yeah, dude has been going strong since the seventies and nothing. He got nominated for Witness, a fantastic film. I love that film. But has never won an Oscar. I will say this: Harrison Ford. He seems like another person that's just like, he doesn't give a shit. No, I, I don't think he would actually care about winning the Oscar. And I feel like his acceptance speech would have been like a thanks or a fuck you. And he would have walked away. Him and his earring, he would have just, he wouldn't have shown up. <laughs> he would have crashed his plane into the <laughs> Oscars, taken his That's taken like his a family bit. <laughs> that is. All he loves to do is crash planes and smoke weed. And maybe not in that order. <laughs> but I mean, hey, be on the lookout because if no more movies come out, Call of the Wild, he might be in there. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. I hope not. Him and that weirdly, that, that weird animated dog that actually was a person. Um, yeah, my number three, uh, Glenn Close. Like I said, sure. seven Oscar nominations. She doesn't have one win. Like, come on. Like, we keep nominating Meryl Streep. Like, just give Glenn Close mm-hmm. the Oscar. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, that's my number three. We said all we need to say. Give her the Oscar. 
She's older. Um, all right, number two, Dex. Uh, number two, we're going with HBC, Helena Bottom Carter. It's, mm, we, we've discussed this previously on the pod. She's been putting in work on the big and the small screen now in theater. Like she, She's amazing. She deserves it. It's time. Do uh, do you feel the same way about her uh, male uh, familiar, uh, Johnny Depp? I do not know. Oh, good. <laughs> Jake, number two. Uh, my number two is more of a. It's more along lines of Dex's picks. It's it's a win, not if, but Matt Damon. Matt Damon. I mean, the fact that he didn't get it for Good Will Hunting alone yeah. is a travesty, mm-hmm. and probably The Martian, but he, the man puts in the work, and he's going to get it eventually. I don't know what the project is. I think it's going to be a Leo situation where he basically has to be eaten by a bear to get it, but he's going to get it. Yeah, but he doesn't take those kind of projects. Like, his projects, besides, like, downsizing, which is <laughs> shit, but, like, always no, seem a little bit... Sucks. <laughs> Uh, always seem a little bit more like down to earth or grounded rather where it's like he plays mm-hmm. usually like normal guys most of the time. Um, I mean, granted he did play a super spy for most of his career, but like, but yeah, he always, it recently, it always seems like he just plays more like more or less a normal, or like relatable guy, Matt Damon, who's been famous forever. Yeah. We uh, talk a lot about like the death of the movie star or whatever. You know, there's no more movie stars, but Watching Ford View Ferrari, I was like, holy shit, Matt Damon is like the movie star's movie star. Like, he is mm-hmm. just electric on the screen. Like, he's that he has guy. That, uh, he has that Tom Hanks thing where he's starting and he probably will later. He'll be like the everyman. You know what I mean? Where it's just like you could see yourself in Matt Damon, even though he's beautiful and has always had a six pack and is like way smarter and better than you. Yeah, it's just like watching Ford v Ferrari. You're like, man, this guy's so fucking cool. Like, yeah. Matt Damon's so damn cool. So damn cool. Um, I will make a convet. He he did. He actually does have an Oscar for Good Will Hunting, but well, it was for screenplay. It was not acting. Yeah, well, that was a that was the whole thing too. Yeah. Like Ben Affleck has multiple Oscars, none for <laughs> acting. <laughs> And I don't think he'll ever Wait, get one. What does he have Oscars for? Like the town, Goodwill Hunting, and Argo. Argo. Uh, He's an incredible filmmaker. That's a good movie. Never yeah, seen it. It's a good movie. You're a hater. You're hating Ben Affleck, <laughs> um, the super rich and famous Ben Affleck, uh, who's also dating Great the Phoenix Arbus. tattoo. Dear Lord, oh. yeah, one of the worst tattoos I've ever seen. <laughs> He uh, he's making great content for people. By the way, have you seen the one where he's like smoke, trying to figure out how to smoke with a face mask on? <sighs> it's incredible. Go on Twitter, you can find it. Um, my number two, uh, Harrison Ford. Like I said, I don't think he would give a shit. Obviously, they had to pay him millions of dollars just for them to kill them off, kill him off in uh, Star Wars. You know, he's just like, you better pay me, and then you got to kill me off. So, like, he doesn't care. But, like, he's doing random dog movies just to get that check, man. Like, he doesn't, like, he really, he's been famous for so long now that, like, and he, he was, like, 
he is one of the more recognizable and most famous people in the world. But like, yeah, I think I think if you got him like a good project, I think the last movie he really like actually tried was that bad Age of Adeline movie. Oh, that movie mm-hmm. sucks. Weird story. Um, hey, remember that girl I used to fuck? Now you're my son's fucking her. <laughs> That's that movie. Uh, anyway, he actually gave a shit about that movie, but that was like the last time. We got to give Blake Lively an Oscar, thing, also. Just kidding. Get to get Blake Lively. Ever Oscar? happened to me is Mallory and I when we first started dating. On my birthday, we went to go see Ender's Game mm-hmm. in Southlake. And as we were walking to the movie theater, we passed by Harrison Ford. Whoa! <laughs> it was the wildest experience of my life. Did what was he doing? It? We don't know. Uh, no, actually, I did figure out. There was like some sort of uh, convention in town, and I, th- I think he was doing pressers for was, was it because it, it plane convention. <laughs> he just crashes plane. He crashes plane in Southlake. Um, but yeah, it was. <laughs> It was one of those wild experiences that, like, we both saw him and, like, he's so, he's a god. He's a god amongst men. Like, and so when you see him, it does not register in your brain that that is actor Harrison Ford, titan of the world. Mm-hmm. And his two bodyguards looked at us and, like, there was a moment where we all made eye contact and it was, like, unspoken where it was just be like, yes, this is Harrison Ford. Leave him the fuck alone. <laughs> That's basically, they all know. They know that you know, and they're just like, don't try it. Don't try it. We will murder you. We can do that here. I have a weird, uh, not to, not to like, I have a similar story like that. Oh, first of all, was he wearing the earring? Uh, I don't know. I, I assume so. It was at night. Like this, for some reason, when we first started today, we would go to late movies. So I feel like, yeah, but I feel like it was at like eight. It was like a Monday at like eight for dinner. Yeah, but we're asking if we saw the earring. I don't remember. Oh, no, I just had a spiritual moment. <laughs> uh, wait, Shout what did she Mallory. say? <laughs> she had a spiritual moment with his manager. Oh, absolutely. Who wouldn't? But like, I have a similar story where it's like we were in California, where we were kind of like touring uh, up and down, up and down the coast, and we went to this small like town. I think it's where they play it's Pebble Beach. Uh, where's that town? Carmel or something uh, like that. Monterey, it's like Monterey. Monterey yeah, Monterey Peninsula or something is where they play. But there's a small like township that um, Clint Eastwood like frequents. And he lives there and he owns a couple of restaurants there. And mm-hmm. the, we thought, my dad was like, we got to just go see these restaurants that Clint Eastwood owns. Like, okay, we're not even going to eat there. It's way too expensive. But like we went and, and we were no way thinking we were going to see Clint Eastwood. And then old rickety ass Clint Eastwood comes walking out of the restaurant and we're like, what the f-? And he's just like, he doesn't have any bodyguards, nothing. And like, we thought we, we got up to where he was about to get in his car and we kind of like, we are in like this rented van and we, and I slide open the door to go think that I'm going to go talk to him. And I was like, and then I, couldn't get out because I was so stunned that Clint Eastwood was just like the good, the bad and the ugly Clint Eastwood was just walking right there. And I was just like, Oh, it looks like I'm about to try and kidnap Clint Eastwood. (laughs) 
And I would have done it too. Yeah, and I slowly slide the door back closed and sit down. My parents are like, what are you doing? I was like, I couldn't do it. I just couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't kidnap Clinton. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't go talk to him. I was stunned. And he's like, you think being starstruck is really stupid, but it's like until you see somebody as mega famous as those two, they're not like you and I. No, it it it, it doesn't make sense. Like even in situations where like it would make sense for them to be there, it doesn't make sense. Like people on that level of celebrity, it feels like they exist on like a different plane of like existence. Like they, they should not be interacting with mortals. Yeah, and it feels stupid to like hold people in that su- such a high regard because all they do is literally act. But it's just like yeah, I've only still. connected with you through my TV. You're not a real person. <laughs> like you're not real. And then you see Harrison Ford, and you're just like, oh, f- uh, uh, <laughs> Mr. Han Solo. <laughs> um. Yeah. All right. Number one, Dex. <sighs> okay. So I couldn't actually decide between the two originally, but since we already talked about Matt Damon, I'll go with the other person that I had for my top spot, Tom Cruise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah man. But he also doesn't care. Like, he gives good performances and really, like, good movies, but, like, not, like, the Oscar movies that he used to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's like, he's like, I'm going to make, I'm going to hang on to the side of an airplane. I'm like, Tom, you don't have to do that. I'm doing it. And that like just adds to the enjoyment of his movies. Like I was sitting in the theater watching Mission Impossible Fallout. Like Incredible. Tom Cruise really could have died doing this, and that makes this amazing. Like that's dead ass Tom Cruise falling out of a plane and like putting on his partner's mask and like all yeah. this other shit. Flying a helicopter shattered, off a cliff. Like shattered his ankle jumping off of a building. Like, like, dude, you are worth hundreds of millions of dollars. We can find somebody else to fly the helicopter, man. No, I want to do it. You don't have to. You don't even know how I'll learn. Yeah. (laughs) Like he, he like free solo jumps out of play. Like that's him. Or like climbing up the side of the world's tallest building. Like why? Cause he can't like fuck it. They may give him an Oscar just for that. Eventually they'll just be like, you crazy ass here. Yeah, he'll eventually get the I feel sorry that we forgot to give you one. Just take the pity one. He's also started to do that thing where somehow Tom Cruise has just started to become relatable. Yeah. He's like he, a weird pivot. I don't know how the PR machine moved, but like Tom Cruise is just like, okay now. <laughs> yeah, we're just all funny. He's just like funny. He's in like funny movies like that. American Made movie was really funny and charming. Where he played just kind of like a like a dumb pilot, like that was like he just has made that weird pivot where it's like a few years ago he was the weirdo jumping on Oprah's couch. Like we didn't. Uh-huh. Uh, also, another person that's been super famous forever, but like yeah, he somehow made that pivot into being relatable. Uh, Jay, go ahead. We stopped giving a shit that he's still a Scientologist. Yeah, we do. We, we stopped just... giving it. We stopped giving a shit about Scientology. Yeah, we just don't care anymore. Like, yeah, we don't, whatever. There's, there's like, not even any memes was, anymore. Like, that's just over to us. There was that, like, six-month span after going clear when everything was just about Scientology and every documentary that could come out was about Scientology, and now we just we don't give a shit anymore. Pop back up when that uh, when the King of Queens lady went on Joe Rogan for a little bit and talked about it. But, uh, oh, yeah. 
Yeah. We're all just like, okay, so you believe like aliens were dropped into volcanoes? Whatever, man. I don't give it. Literally a science fiction novel is your Bible. (laughs) Yeah, I just got to pay bills, whatever. This, you can believe what you want to believe. We're not going to, like, Scientologists don't come for us. You have too much money. You can come for me. It's fine. I got nothing else to do. (laughs) I don't think they're on Twitter. Um, (laughs) Okay, Jake, number one. Uh, I I let Mallory somebody pick this one, and she went with Tony Collette. Oh, that's fair. 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 Yeah. Another uh, another member that's been in the game for a while. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Have I seen the one that was she was in that she got all the acclaim for the Ari Aster one? Hereditary. Uh, Hered- yeah, Hereditary. I don't know if I saw Hereditary. <laughs> I definitely she just did to me justice for Hereditary. Wait, you just what? Mallory just texted me justice for hereditary. Justice for hereditary. Um, so my number one, and I don't know if y'all will agree with this or not, but uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Man, Let's I get guess. Him you guess? Man, I guess. Yeah, I, uh, he. What? I'm still on the fence if I like him as an actor. And I say that there are so many Jay Gyllenhaal films that I'm like, this is a good movie. But man, are we saying know. right now that we don't think that Jake Gyllenhaal is one super handsome and has the best hair, and two isn't a good actor? I think he's a good actor. I, think, I just am not. I think one and two like are that. very true. <laughs> yeah. Have we not seen Nightcrawler? Like, we actually Nightcrawler was great. I was about to say like his performance as the detective in um, Prisoners. Yes, bringing it back to our boy. Um, oh, that movie. Ugh. Oh, <laughs> movie uh, makes you feel bad. He is actually a good actor. I've that, that that's actually a really good pick. Like, uh, I guess I I don't know what he's really been doing lately. He was in he was in Spider-Man. <laughs> Oscar worthy performance. Um, hey man, he was good as Mysterio. I'll tell him that. I'll give him that. He was. He was in something called Velvet Buzzsaw last year. Yeah, I tried to watch that on Netflix. Is Broadway? Oh, apparently Jake Gyllenhaal right now is doing Broadway. Yeah, he's uh, he's in like a two man play with uh, him and it's like Jim Sturgis or something. Holy shit! Tony Collette was also in Velvet Buzzsaw with David Diggs. Yeah, that movie was weird as fuck, man. It's like I've painting never heard of people. This. You've never heard of Tony Collette? I've never no, heard of Velvet Buzzsaw. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was weird, man. I couldn't get through it. It's like paintings start to kill people because the person that made the paintings was uh, was like a serial killer or something or an evil person and his blood got into the paintings. It's like a weird take on like people <gasps> love appreciating art, like over-appreciating art and things like that. It wasn't good. Um but Jake Gyllenhaal has a really weird ha- haircut and is very handsome. So, yeah. Yeah. This, yeah. He's good. He does weird projects, but he's good in literally everything that he does. Like, even Demolition, which was not a, objectively not a great movie, he was good at. Um, so, anybody have any? That was our top five uh, actors. But we just ended on a whimper there. 
So that's our top five. I to say we all hate Jake Gyllenhaal. I love Jake Gyllenhaal. Don't do crimes. We hate Jake Gyllenhaal. That's the one take podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. New new hashtag. Um, so any honorable mentions? Uh, hold on. I got I a few. I don't have any like that are like jumping out at me that I'm like we have to give them a Oscar, but there are some people we definitely need to give more Oscars. Denzel Washington comes to mind. Yeah, he know he needs another one. I feel like Tom Hanks needs another one. Uh, I, I Ian McKellen, we got to get him that Oscar. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Magneto. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. comes up comes to mind. I mean, he also doesn't give a shit. He's super rich. Like he doesn't care. Um. Jesse Eisenberg and uh, Josh Brolin. Um, I don't know on Eisenberg, man. I I haven't watched enough of his movies. Like, obviously, he was great in the Social Network. I would have given it to him for that, but like, oh. I don't, I don't know. He's another one where like he's a good actor. He just chooses dumb projects. Like the Now You See movie movies were not good. Right. Or the uh, Zombieland's not good. Did y'all see you don't like whatever that, that recent one was where he was like a, like in karate or some shit? I forget what it's called. Self-defense oh, or... self defense. The art of self defense. I yeah. saw Hulu. It's on my Hulu list. Jake, have you seen that one? Uh, no. I've heard it was good. I just no. never got around to it. Yeah, that's what you feel about most Jesse Eisenberg films, where it's just like, yeah, maybe. Nah. <laughs> uh, um, Ethan Hawke. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he'll get one. I feel like he'll run into one. Best he'll supporting. Run into one. Yeah, he'll run into he'll one. Into something. It's like when a pitcher runs into a home run. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I put, I randomly put, I think it's funny. I just put Daniel Radcliffe because he keeps doing projects like he's going for it, but like they just never get enough attention. And uh, um, like he just keeps trying to distance himself from those Harry Potter movies, and I think we just got to give him one. So it's just like we see you, man. <laughs> we see the work you're doing. Yeah. Are we as a podcast going to watch Guns of Kimbo? Oh fuck no! I absolutely oh, am watching that movie. <laughs> okay, uh, somewhere I feel like uh, Amazon. I want to say I hate watching movies on Amazon. <laughs> really? Their interface stinks. It's not great. Like I just don't like doing anything on Amazon TBH. Not for like <laughs> moral reasons. I just don't like it. Like it's. I'm never. That doing being it. said, I'm about Dear to Jeff just, Bezos, do better. That being said, I'm about to watch like the Afterlife or whatever that show is. Don't know. No clue. Uh, what you're talking about. Sorry. Uh, the one that's been like all those targeted ads. Hold on. Does Sigourney Weaver not have an Oscar? No. Nope. Sigourney Weaver does not have an Oscar. Jesus. Oh, it's called Upload. Sorry, where it's basically like it's basically like uh, The Good Place, but he's uploaded into a AI. Mm. That's on Amazon. I'm about to watch that as soon as we get done. Um, yeah, Sigourney Weaver doesn't have an Oscar. I thought they were going to give her one the other, like at this Oscar, where it's like they were going to give her a Lifetime Achievement Award. We'll say, Scorning Weaver, still she's still got it. Yeah, she still got it. Um, yeah, let's give her one. Anyone else we want to add? Bradley I feel like Cooper. Chris, 
Yeah, Bradley Cooper. We we missed out on that one. He'll get one though. He's been mm-hmm. such like a darling of that stuff. Like he'll get one. And now he's directing. Yeah, yeah I mean he'll run into one. Um, I have old guys like Gregory Peck and Peter O'Toole. Gregory Peck won. Well, I mean they're dead. Yeah. Didn't Gregory uh, Peck win for To Kill a Mockingbird? Burning time. Let's find out. No, no he won for Dickens. He won for To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah. Well, well, off the list. Yeah. Get him off the list. And he's dead. ScarJo. Yes. Yeah. 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 As she gets a lot of shit for picking weird roles and like all the, um, like playing an Asian and things like that. Uh, but she's a good act. Like she's a very good actress. She's great. And she's been doing it for a long time. I thought she had a really good shot at getting the one for, um, the Mary divorce, Story. the divorce movie. Yeah. The make you f- two nominations. That's wild to me. Oh, you know who we got to get an Oscar? Adam driver. True. Let's get him. People, I, I'm kind of split on Adam Driver a little bit, but he is good. Like, he's very good. He was great in Black Klansman. I thought he had a shot at that one, like an outside shot, but, you know. Who do you think wins an Oscar? Um, do you feel like, uh, oh, why am I forgetting Denzel's son's name? John David. Yeah, do you feel like John David Washington will get an Oscar before Denzel gets another one? No, no, I don't. I don't see it. Maybe if Tenet is like just out of this world amazing, maybe. But I feel like John David Washington doesn't work enough, and like, I don't know. I think his voice doesn't lend itself to like Oscar bait. He'll pivot. Um, he'll pivot real hard into just being like an action star if Tenet like Tenet comes out as good. But he's he's having a moment too. Him and him and Arpat having a moment. God, I wish that movie would come out. Anyway, all right. So that was the One Take Podcast. Uh, thank you for listening to us ramble and uh, shit on a good movie for about, you know, 45 minutes. <laughs> but uh, going on two hours, I'm sure, Jake, you'll cut some of this out, um, including your LinkedIn thing. Um, no, that's staying. Oh, that's staying. Okay. So that was the One Take Podcast. <laughs> you can find us on uh, One Take Pod on Twitter. That is the number one take pod on Twitter. Uh, you can find us on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. You can find us at uh, onetakepodcast.simplecast.com. You can find us at onetakepodcastshow at gmail.com if you want to email us any questions that you may have, questions, concerns, comments. All right. So. Leave a review, five-star review. Leave us a written review as well, and we will do your movie. That is right. And tweet us the picture. Or if you know us, just text it to us, and we'll follow up on it. Tweet us the picture, Mm -hmm. and uh, we'll do that movie. Next week, we are doing Monster, which I I don't know how to feel about. Um, Yeah, next week, we're doing Monster, because that was requested. Who was uh, Dex? Who was it? The homie Caitlin Zeller. The homie Caitlin Zeller has requested we do a true crime movie, and with the true crime movie we are doing is the one about the most notorious serial uh, woman serial killer in the world. Um, So yeah, it should be fun. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so we're doing Monster next week, so plan accordingly. Thank you so much for listening. Dex, hit him with that hashtag. 
Hashtag support Florence Pugh. She taught me how to make pizza. You didn't know how to make pizza? No. <laughs> Do you just well, make pizza fair. all the time? Wait, are you like like with the dough and stuff? Yeah, she made the dough and then she made a pizza. Oh. I don't know how to make oh. dough. Um, to be fair, the pizza oven was at the middle school, so. True. Hey. All right. Bring it back around. Bring it back around. Bazinga, we're out.